Hello, welcome again to OCD, Obsessive Consumer Disorder, a series that explores the myriad lives of partners, promoters and professionals in the media, marketing, creative and film spaces. Today we have uh, Rohit Sharma with us. Rohit, thank you so much for coming on the show. A professional who's dabbled in most of these spaces but at the heart is a pure businessman. Uh, Rohit, this has been long overdue. I really appreciate your time today. Thank pleasure, you for making pleasure it. Pleasure is all mine. Uh, as you already know, the show is called Obsessive Consumer Disorder. We try and understand, uh, whichever business you're in, we try and understand what your take is on that consumer. Sure. Right? And uh, because it's largely about marketing, we also try to understand what is your strategies around, you know, sort of... Rohit, I, we like to start off from your early days and so that whoever is listening has a personal connect with uh, sure. you and understands where you're from sure. before they put other things into perspective. So where were you growing, uh, where were you when you were growing up and uh, and uh, what was the, what was school days like and... Sure. So although you have seen me in Hyderabad from last almost four years, yeah. <coughs> I was born in Patiala. Okay. So I've been uh, Punjabi by birth, so I've been uh, staying in north part of the country India, for, yeah. uh, for most of the time. Sure. Uh, so I did my studies from a place called Ambala, mm. heavily surrounded by the cantonment and <coughs> the army influence. Sure. A bit of impact has come from uh, that kind of an army culture and of course the bit of Punjabi in me. As they say you keep growing with every year so I think Hyderabad has also left a lot of uh, impact on my personal uh, thought process, uh, you know, uh, the, the mix of aggression of north and the calculativeness of uh, south, I think right. that's something that uh, I, I really enjoy. Very interesting mix. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, where, where were your schooling days? Around Ambala? Yeah, yeah I, stu I studied uh, in Ambala only, okay. then I came to Delhi for my post-graduation. Sure. Uh, so, I think I spent about 17 years in uh, in Delhi, including the early years of my career. Okay. Yeah, there's there's a lot of influence of, of Delhi of in me Delhi as well. In, uh, in, in Rohit Ro Ro today. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Rohit, uh, you uh, have dabbled through multiple things. You've finished an MBA at uh, Asia Pacific Institute. Yeah. Uh, what was the MBA course around? So, yeah, so I think uh, like we were discussing uh, offline also, uh, it typically happens that your studies don't reflect in your in your uh, in your business so 90% of the time that's the case so i think in my case it has been almost kind of a roller coaster ride i okay. i did my mba in finance uh, okay. i i always had a huge inclination towards numbers and finance and and balance sheets but I didn't really get chance after my first job to kind of pursue much into into sure. finance. I was straight away put into the digital sides of it or you know some bit of tech part sure. uh, which you know I started uh, you know building a liking about that. But the benefit of knowing the balance sheet and also knowing the you know the tech behind the business uh, you know is, is I think the need of the hour. A lot of modern day businesses have kind of cruised towards uh, a mix of digital. I think digital sure. is the base today. So that has really helped but I think uh, out and out my, my education has been heavily towards finance. Finance, okay. Uh, you've worked with some interesting organizations, Rohit, and uh, and how long has it been since your since your first job? Fourteen years. Okay, so yeah. you've been at uh, Dainik Jagran Times of India, yeah. lot of media gigs. Then you moved into Call Health, yeah. right? You spent some time there. Then you went to EC Council, yeah. and today you're doing another very interesting gig in the mobility space. You work with Abibus, right. uh, India's fastest growing uh, mobile bus operator. Yeah. You know, sort of yeah. a marketplace for yeah. bus bus operators. So uh, I just want to sort of go layer by layer. I just want yeah. to understand uh, how did the media gig help you, and what was what was the, what were your media days about? Yeah. 
I think it was a good start uh, given that I think uh, media gives you a lot of discipline especially I think since the beginning I've been associated with the digital part of the media sure. so uh, there I think uh, uh, every minute counts every uh, and the business is also counted by every minute so I think my my educational background background of knowing numbers and you know the fact that this side of the business requires you to look, it's always look at alive. numbers it's always, always alive, alive. Yeah. always if you blink and you miss you yeah. will end up spending extra dollars on marketing Correct. if you Correct. if you don't look at the customer's perspective you might be catering you know to a to a wrong set, set of customer so i think uh, that was pretty <coughs> uh, pretty interesting and uh, you know there's a fun fact behind uh, this kind of a uh, diversification of the roles that i've uh, been blessed to have i think in the media also i got different uh, different taste of works like i worked right. with a for a brand called speaking tree sure. uh, perhaps the only large scale spiritual uh, media in india sure. um, there i got a chance to work with a lot of spiritual gurus uh, and understood how they make money how their uh, unit economics what their on, model is what yeah. their model is yeah. how are they able to kind of influence so many people and get them behind sure. that and some of the uh, numbers are unbelievably high you know sure. some of the uh, some of the spiritual gurus would have uh, followers in crores yeah. um, and uh, mm. and and the days also also change so i think yeah. as a life learning also it's it's very important to look how when they are at their highs they mint money and when sure. they're at, at their lows they are you they're know some obsolete, of them are like even they even in the past so, oh, yeah. <laughs> so so <laughs> that so I, also yeah, yeah i wouldn't really take names but i think i i got a chance to work with many of sure, them sure. and on the business side of it so also to make sure that we don't lose money and we make a scalable business out sure. of it um I think during my early years I also got to work on the IPL mm. franchise mm. Uh, mm. you know the first edition when nobody knew the taste of IPL and everybody was underestimating sure. them uh what is the kind of right bid size what's the business model they was this 2007 2006-7. So, right. so that was the time people didn't know how to make money out of sure. IPL. Of a sports so, franchise. Of a sports franchise, and I, we also didn't know sure. how much to bid really, right? Correct, and, correct. and some of the smarter business people had better ideas sure. about uh, how much money. How to, to arrive at the price? How to present yeah. the price? Yeah. yeah. So I think those have been some interesting. Yeah. While you were in the media in the space, media part, yeah. uh, when did you make the switch from uh, from out of media, Rohit? So I think till. till 2016 i was in media, in media so i think last 3 okay. uh, and a half 4 years when yeah. i moved to hyderabad i think yeah. this was my first uh, uh, non media digital stint sure. so i got a chance to work with the one of the exciting brands of hyderabad then call health uh, it was setting to to to, to yeah. disrupt how digital uh, this thing uh, how digital business happens there seemed uh, to be a great trajectory ahead of that company yeah. and i'm still operational but Yeah. when they came into the market there was so much noise so if you look at the risk reward proposition i sure. think all health is a is an epitome how you can take a great risk and and look for a better reward so sure. i think the model that they tried to build was everything about health in one platform sure. right so that's like that's like a vision that's a, that's a that's a risky game because yeah. uh, like we were discussing earlier also the <coughs> customer is also becoming smarter yeah. because of google yeah. so they don't really go for certain uh, ailments to the doctor or even Correct. to the pharmacist they try to take the decisions on their own so but that said that model was disrupting so many business the business models that yeah. like you said it's heavily risky so we were into diagnostics we were yeah. into medicine delivery we were into doctors at home nurses at home and all of these business lines if you see the customer is the biggest competition to this business because customer tries to do all of this on their own they sure. do the diagnostics on their own they try to play with their own medicines sure. they can take care of their parents being a nurse also yeah. so i think these are very exciting times and learning times also for this yeah. industry to see what's the what's the perfect mix mm. you know how to really uh, influence the customer to take the right decisions and i think economy is also ready to kind of make people afford those kind of health sure. services at sure. home and i think a lot of money flowing in from i mean until 2012 13 there wasn't a lot of funding coming into 
the country yeah. but now if you have an exciting space and an exciting idea there are backers for it absolutely and uh, that's how the the whole dynamics have changed absolutely. and you're talking about how yeah. there are a lot more large loss yeah. making organizations yeah. in this yeah. country yeah. and still thriving and surviving and figuring out where the next yeah. Yeah. Uh, pool of cash comes yeah. from right so i mean I, i joke with my friends i think <coughs> you some of the popular and so to say successful businesses that you see today if you spoke about them 20 years back yeah. nobody would believe that these would exist like right. we were spoke, speaking about you know uh, um, taxi hailing Correct. companies and we were speaking about you know you can book your own bike and the, there's no operator on the ground also Correct. if you spoke somebody even 10 years back they would say you know uh, hotels means these branded hotels you Correct. can't have a hotel chain that is been managed by uh, you know a platform uh, a platform yeah. so so i think platform and aggregation has become the king and that's Correct. that's been the biggest learning for for Correct. business Uh, uh people like us also to make sure that how we uh you know drive on the back of this kind of a wave that is going yeah, where people yeah. love the platform they trust on the platform yeah. ratings reviews you and know at some level the platform becomes bigger than the service provider absolutely for some reason and absolutely. it grows bigger than the yeah. service google provider. is the perfect example yeah, yeah. facebook is the example absolutely. now i think it's not about people it's about just the algorithms that are driving this correct interesting that you sort of meandered and found your way through uh, media into the aggregation space yeah. both with call health which is aggregating the whole healthcare industry yeah. in one platform and now with abibus which is more niche but yeah. still is a big sort of a sort of an industry yeah. and so uh, uh, you speak a lot about your passion for cricket mm-hmm. and uh, how you apply a lot of these learnings from cricket in business yeah. Yeah. maybe you could illustrate a couple of examples Absolutely. to us of how you picked up something from the game and i think there are various aspects to it i think uh, de- depending on what you're looking at cricket teaches you lessons on profitability cricket teaches you lesson about teamwork yeah. right you know how sometimes a wicket keeper can can win you match sometimes maybe a good fielder can Absolutely. do three run outs and win you match so maybe a lesson uh, you know translated into the business language that no team member is Uh, you know is unimportant or less yeah. important than or anyone else or on the other side no team member is all powerful and is the leader absolutely, of the pack etc yeah yeah even if even if one team member let's say hits a double century the Correct. others and their mistakes could actually lead to so it's all about empowering and also defining the roles very clearly sure. i think cricket over the years has also changed you know earlier Uh, one guy would do multiple jobs sure. but they are super specialized now correct sometimes you get a guy in the team just because he fields well absolutely so and if you translate that to business today yeah. you know there are let's say digital media experts who are getting you you know uh, better business better yeah. conversion building better your output. revenue and giving you a whole new stream etc yeah. yeah so you're saying that individual specializations have become so exclusive and so yeah. uh, so sought after absolutely. in the market today and yeah wonderful i mean it's very nice to see somebody apply sport strategy to yeah. and business. like you were speaking even yeah. the even the turf is not always same yeah. so yeah. like your example like when you when you deal with the clients not all clients are similar like the Absolutely. pitch of the game right Absolutely. so so you also evolve you also keep learning adapting, from the yeah. yeah i think adapting to uh, to serving better adapting to giving them comfort is part of our part and parcel of our game Absolutely. but i think for on our end of the table i think it's more also about following certain a uh, process is around uh, arriving at solutions yeah. because solutions there is there needs to be a design right yeah. there needs to yeah. be a design and around that design you can always based on the category we work with or the client we work with there can be some additions and modifications sure. but there needs to be a design to how we arrive at a solution but yeah. like you said adapting is king and it's very Absolutely. very important yes. uh, rohit i believe uh, you spend a lot of time uh, in empowering people Uh, to be successful and that is part of your people management strategy etc yeah. so uh, could you delve a little more on that and give give me a few examples or give all of our listeners a few examples around sure. this sure sure so you know 
I think when you talk about large scale businesses, sure. it's it's easy to start a business. Sure. It's easy to even convert a business into turn a business into profitable. profitable. But I think to maintain sustainable profitability yeah. is the need of the hour today. Sure. And I think that's where people are are very very important. I think uh, whatever you can't do, you ask people to do typically, right? Correct. Whatever your people can't do. you make processes for those things Correct. right so i very strongly believe in making sops for all the team members making a clear cut kpis for for them like i was telling you my yeah. example also for a very long period of time in my career i thought i was working very hard but i i didn't know whether i'm contributing or not sure. right and i had my personal experiences like i told you the the d day the appraisal days when yeah. you really you know look at your teams and they're not happy yeah. even if like you don't know how much is too much i have seen people even those who got let's say 40% appraisal they're not happy yeah. because they feel that you know oh they they deserved something better sure. and on the other hand even the guy who gets 5% obviously he wouldn't be happy absolutely so if you make a very strong sop yeah. which translate into their kpis yeah. which divides into year month you know uh, week and days also yeah. they would know the purpose of coming to the office they Correct. would really know that you know i'm going to achieve this today and this uh, is my goal and this is what i want and this is my goal and i think that like i was telling you earlier also when you sit on the appraisal table the manager should speak the least correct the the employee or the team member and his number should speak and i think that's the best scenario that you a sure. manager can really build that that everybody is working <coughs> for one particular goal that is the revenue delta sure. or the delta of change that the employee can bring sure so your uh, your style or your mantra to empowering people is getting them aware of what they can contribute yeah. and what is it that they need to achieve over and how is it linked to the business how is it linked yeah. to the last dollar that the company will earn sure. and the profitability from that so dollar. building context from there and then getting to a micro level of what they need to absolutely very nice and i think uh, i was just talking to you about how it is very difficult to set this thing in motion first and second even more difficult to stick by it yeah. so uh, the 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 probably you could reflect a little and tell us about your uh, uh, impetus on review, review systems sure. and how you stick to it how do you stick to this plan how do you <coughs> stay on course i'm sure you can't do it all by yourself and you have to layer that into yeah. multiple sort of roles yeah. right and how do you do that so again i would let's say take an example of a cricket match sure. so let's say you are the india team captain and sure. you know um let's say an australian team is coming or sure. a, or a team that cannot play spin better sure. so you would divide the role always you you tell your spinner that boss you have to take wickets and perhaps the the faster bowlers just have to contain Correct. right so that's your strategy that's how by default the games in subcontinents are drafted Correct. the captains would tell them to hold runs to the yeah. to the pacers and and spinners have to take wickets but what if it doesn't go well what Correct. if your best spinners go for runs Correct. then to answer to your question i think the reviews or the course corrections are 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 very important and as a captain would do review not just after every over but i think within the overs also you would change your field placement and you would change yeah, your strategy correct. so i think i've seen in modern times captains or managers as i would call them in a professional sense managers would get a little bored and get carried away and and stop doing reviews and sure. they would rely on maybe the regular quarterly reviews or sure. monthly reviews but i think the key is to keep a watch on the kpis and start thinking from that bowler's perspective sure. how is he bowling what is he thinking what is he thinking is yeah. he is he getting demotivated after taking that uh, that that boundary Correct. right so i think the key is to timely uh, review it on regular basis and to do the course correction sure sure it's wonderful how you picked up another cricket example and i'm completely digging this conversation now so um in the last uh, 10 years there's been a heavy focus on businesses growing digitally right sure. and uh, you are now uh, bang in the middle of that domain right you have a business built on digital 
you have a business built on data, access to data, sure. right? So, uh, what has your journey been with uh, consumers changing digitally? So, how has a consumer who started out adopting to a Red Bus or an Abibus a decade ago uh, changed today? So, I think uh, thanks to the the transformation in the entire ecosystem, it's not that only the businesses are coming in. You see the entire ecosystem including the education spectrum. Companies like ours now are hiring more and more people from IITs and IIMs and sure. ISBs. And I think that set of young blood, they bring a lot of analytical power, sure. right? It's not a, an ad hoc decision that we would take, you know, there is a lot of data backing, even when it is about our, our customer's life cycle sure. or what is happening in the market and picking up data from that. There's a lot of mathematical calculation behind it. So I think uh, it's, it's the digital and the digital has also kind of broken down into various parts, whether it is analytics, whether it is AIML, whether it is, you know, social media marketing. Sure. Uh, it all boils down to the unit economics, mm. right? I think businesses that thrive and, and survive for longer run, they know how much money they're losing from every single customer sure. for the single transaction as well as the lifetime transactions. Sure. I think once you have that clarity of mind and you invest your monies in the right directions, uh, there are higher chances that your business will succeed. And your business will stay profitable in the longer run, right? Yeah. Rohit, today you're the CEO at Abibus with more than 100,000 roots, you know, and uh, there's an evolving consumer sure. that you're sort of catering to has many needs as to why he needs to travel and has a very, very clear understanding of why he's choosing the platform he's yeah. choosing. So, uh, how are you positioning this uh, to your consumer? How are you sure. pos positioning Abibas to your consumer? Yeah. So, I think the challenge with aggregators like us, uh, not just Abibas, even when you look at, you know, for example, Oyo or Ola Uber, sure. uh, the challenge with aggregator is that you're not providing the service, you're a platform, sure. right? So how you can win the trust of the customer or how can you can appease them? Uh, I think the easiest word is experience as they always say, sure. but what defines the experience? Right. I think first is customer support, right? Right. In our business, cancellations is a very common phenomenon. Sure. Customers cancel, operators cancel. So how do you cater to this cancellation sure. policy? I think, I think I personally love this idea of no question ask return. Uh, policy to the customer. I think right. this is something that we've been learning from the West very commonly. Right. Right. So, I think we keep the customer in the center, and if it is uh, uh, it is a cancellation, we try to kind of uh, remediate and, uh, and and gratify the customer to the fullest. Sure. So, I think uh, customer support and investing into into that kind of a backend that makes you available and uh, a human available to support the customer, sure. whether it is 2 a.m. Sure. that he missed his bus at. Right. So, I think customer support is very very important. I think second part is using technology to provide a very good experience, whether sure. it is how your app looks, whether it is the tracking of the bus, whether it is your ability to connect to the bus driver, sure. so that, you know, India is a very complex infrastructure. Absolutely. Sometimes, you know, your pickup point could be this and the and the bus really goes uh, past the flyover. Sure. So I think connecting the, the customer to the bus and the bus driver and the conductor, I think is very, very important. So these are all the touch points you feel are extremely critical about around the experience, Absolutely. around the experience Absolutely. of the platform. Right? Absolutely. And apart from that, I think you're also widening your uh, sort of a play. Here, yeah. in the sense that you're you're not just sticking to that one bus ride, you're also started exploring other areas where you can sort of give the uh, give the consumer an Abibus experience. Yeah, yeah. So, could you delve a little bit on that? Uh, I think the modern uh, the modern terminology that I hear very often is super app. Everybody is right. trying to build their app as super app. Gone are the days when you would have one app for one Correct. purpose only. Correct. So I think our endeavor is to kind of provide uh, you know uh, a platform where customer gets most of his travel needs. Sure. Whether it is hotels, you know you can book you know the widest variety of budget hotels from Abibas today. Sure. Uh, whether it is trains that we are getting into, uh, whether it is intercity information which is sure. highly uh, scattered right now. There is hardly any 
uh, if you're let's say for example you're coming from uh, Amritsar you know going to uh, you know visit uh, uh, Red Fort sure. uh, the bus would drop you at uh, at the bus station but what what do you do after that you do you do you do you take a Ola or do you take a, a bus or a metro or a rickshaw yeah. there is no ecosystem that basically helps you supports uh, you in the last mile with the content with the bookings sure. and with the transactions I think sure. uh, our endeavors to build an ecosystem which makes us the uh, uh, the super app of travel sure very interesting and I think that will also generate a lot of new revenue streams Absolutely. for you number one number two maybe retention could be higher yeah. I mean I'm sure you've done your math around it so uh, Rohit what do you see as uh, the future of Abibus uh, I know that you're now trying to become the super app and giving out a lot of experiences but uh, how do you see growth here and how do you see what is your visibility on the scaling that this organization can sort of make so there are broadly two areas I think sure. uh, our desire is to grow both horizontally and vertically. Sure. So when you want to grow horizontally, you'll have to create newer business streams like you, you know, sure. we just spoke about. So you want to create those new avenues of businesses in travel business only, whether sure. it is uh, whether it is bus rental, you know, you can take bus for a longer period, it's sure. all your own and, and providing it a, at an affordable price. Sure. Uh, or it is, uh, you know, booking a hotel or booking a train. Sure. So horizontally provide them better revenue so sure. that your app becomes a super app. And also vertically, you know, look around at newer markets, you sure. know, you will be really surprised within India and outside there are multiple states that are still not having the buses digitized sure. in our neighboring countries or some of the states where buses are still the only medium to book buses is offline sure. right so we are trying to bring a lot of new states uh, online their their entire inventory online sure. and and connect to the customer and use the technology sure to predict to provide that kind of a last mile connectivity at an affordable price to the customer i think sure that leaves us with a humongous opportunity to capture i think this is just the the early years of even the bus booking uh, uh, industry yeah. in, in general i think uh, the coming 5 10 years are very exciting with the kind of uh, infrastructure the country intends to build uh, road infrastructure yeah. i'm sure it'll be great growth in this front rohit uh, you uh, are just a facilitator uh, to a larger game there are two primary stakeholders one is the operator and one is the rider uh, can we talk a little <coughs> bit more about the operator side and yeah. what Abibas does for the yeah. operator? I think it's very, very critical. It's yeah. very critical to to uh, to keep the provider in center also because if they don't make money, they won't be really into this business for long period. Sure. They won't improve their services. And if they, they don't provide. sustain, you won't exist. And the customer wouldn't have a, a, a good experience, sure. right? You have you have heard that in the past. I wouldn't name them, but whether in the in the transport business only, uh, whether it is into cabs or hotels. I think aggregators have had bad experience when their operators or their providers were not really supporting or they were not making money, right? You've seen in the early years of certain uh, uh, travel business, the operators and uh, providers were uh, were rewarded better, but over the years, their rewards and their commissions have gone down. Sure. I think when that happens, ultimately the customer suffers. Correct. So I think we are connected to our operators. I think this is one of the strong legacy points that we have since we started as a SaaS company. We uh, we know what the pain points of the operators are. We know exactly how much money they make, and we exactly know how much uh, business they want to 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 make. You know, for example, it's it's an occupancy game. So you know, when an operator is not having more than fifty percent of the seats full uh, filled, uh, he, you know that he's going to uh, lose money. So how do you help him? Uh, sure. You know, get get his occupancy better. How do you how do you make sure on the other side the customer meets that bus seat, sure. sits on that bus seat, uh, occupies that bus seat, and has a has a pleasure experience when he right. gets down from the bus. Also, Abhi bus as a service provider or any other service provider are there to kind of uh, help him out with the last mile connectivity. Sure. I think if the entire journey of uh, travel, if you are able to kind of uh, 
make a pleasure experience yeah. uh, i i think uh, it's a win win for both customer and operator so the it's no different from the way you treat your team and how you empower them you try and understand exactly what is in it for them yeah. right and tr- illustrate it for them the same yeah. thing you're doing with the operator you're meeting the basics which is what yeah. how many uh, uh bums on seats absolutely. to make sure that he's sustainable absolutely. and over above, over and above that how do you facilitate that absolutely. for him right so yeah. i'm sure there must be algorithms that help you meet an operator's yeah. number yeah. right and that must be the and philosophy and i think end of the day i always believe whether it is a human or a business or cricket team yeah. success breeds confidence Correct. right so even even if you take an example of of cricket the way cricket was treated 20 years back and today cricketers are millionaires correct because i think uh, everybody worked on the unit economics the more cricket is growing the more money is coming Absolutely. into this business so i think everybody if we start looking at players and their fitness which is my team for example correct. and their fitness uh, the game will bet- be better sure. i think the spectators which is my customer will They'll have a pleasure experience more. Yeah. and i think the entire industry in general will grow better grow absolutely uh, rohit any great campaign that you can think of uh, which you really enjoyed and it might or might not be in this space yeah. uh, where you are operating today but over the recent times there are a lot of examples that i can i can state but i think uh, uh, my favorite is i think i was blessed to be con- to be associated with a company called ac council they're into cyber security credential credentialing and uh, I learned the art of influencer marketing uh, to a great extent over there. Sure. So I understood very when it is about cyber security which is a very complex game, yeah. right? Uh, companies do not trust on anybody unless it is supported by an influencer and who right. could be the influencer in the in the game of cyber security those are ctos and cios of the right. large scale companies right. large scale consulting companies like deloitte and, and pwc and either that or guys that come from a deep end tech well known for being a you know deep yeah. end tech seated kind of yeah, a so that as as a tech enthusiast yeah. when you will believe when they say that this is the best solution right. available right. so i think we created a tool or a platform called cybertalks sure. something similar to uh, to this types sure. where we started reaching out to the who's who of cybersecurity and we started doing a webinar sorts Very nice. to to start with and i think uh, even we were amazed with the kind of response that we started getting we started getting you know decision makers we started getting the tech enthusiasts on that platform and very very soon we started touching you know 5000 10000 count on the webinars sure. and we started uh, you know uh, putting in our products into that the awareness of our products the uh, awareness of the solution that we uh, you know provide sure. so that particular campaign within very short period worked so well for us that we started getting inquiries from from american uh, you know uh, tech decision makers that we want to be part of this uh, this sure. thing and and the list of clientele you know started just growing so the, the opinion leaders started reaching out to you saying yeah, we want to be part of the platform we yeah. want to have a conversation yeah. about, around cyber security yeah. so nice. building a niche like this yeah. uh, just before somebody else does it it attracts a lot of opinion leaders to start applying for it you sure. know even speaking tree journey was was a similar example sure. where initially we worked on getting the top 10 uh, spiritual gurus you know the top 10 names which are really respected like shri shri uh, yeah. sadguru all these were the, the initial yeah. the takers on the platform yeah. that we put efforts to bring sure. but then when that happened and we get the the followers on the on the platform then we started getting inquiries from the other spiritual yeah. gurus also who were ready to invest being part of this in this platform to be a part of sp- speaking tree yeah. very nice so basically it is the, it cascaded into uh, micro market gurus yeah. also trying to sort of yeah. be a part of this extremely nice uh, rohit what does the next 4 5 years uh, ahead of you look like what how do you see yourself uh, uh, operating what is the spaces you want to get into and what is the roles you want to play see i, th- I think it's the toughest question that sure. anybody can answer sure. because i think there is a difference between the desires and the realities sure. Sure. and i want to be more realistic and sure. you know just try to enjoy the game just try to you know 
take every over at a time sure. and and know what you want to chase in that particular over sure. i think that's very very important to look at the the realistic scenario i think results just follow when you yeah. put your best and you are able to uh, you know demonstrate uh, certain excellence and demonstrate yeah. certain kind of growth numbers it's not about the personal achievements i think they just come like i was Correct. when uh, i was watching the match yesterday i i really uh, uh, i really loved the way uh you know kohli has really uh, uh the the career graph has looked like sure. so i was looking in t20s uh his strike rate in 2017 was 140 in um, in 2018 it was 160 and 2019 this year his strike rate is uh, 200 plus wow so how can an individual just focus on his fitness his uh, his his work his passion yeah. and i think i'm sure he doesn't know the numbers or or maybe he knows but it's just improving correct so personally since i'm so much into love with cricket and sure. and i i and i feel it is like our life yeah. uh, the way we live life cricket rules are exactly like that i think it's just about giving your best and taking uh, you know one day and one month sure. and one quarter at a time and uh, and just grow with that wonderful i think that's a very nice strategy keep the goals short yeah. keep the goals short and keep sort of moving ahead Absolutely. and reassessing your goals So uh, what is the most crucial part according to you of making uh, uh, of making successful communication successful communication yeah. or business I, i'm sure you'll you'll bring up a cricket example here <laughs> i'll no. try not to yeah no no but I, i'll be interested because i i remember some time ago the, i know one of the one of the ways you could link it so okay. it's very interesting <laughs> let yeah, me but, hear it from you yeah well, successful communication okay i maybe i could answer that yeah. question i think it's about knowing the pitch Hmm. it's about knowing how yeah. well do you know the pitch how it's well do you important. know your opponent or in our case the consumer yeah. and uh, and then based on that you your business positions itself and then speaks to yeah. the i mean again I, yeah. if i were to continue on that part i think one of the great things that cricket do is that it breaks the boundaries Correct. right how did you ever imagine like when we were born or maybe you know uh, a few decades back that somebody who's from jharkhand is loved in chennai and Correct. you know who Correct. i'm talking about i'm talking Correct. to mahendra singh dhoni like people love uh, mahendra singh as dhoni as if he's one of chennai, their own as yeah. if he's uh, he's from uh, tamil son of the right? soil yeah he's son of the soil so i think that's something really amazing i think the communication and now not now to answer to your question if the communication is simple sure. and if it connects to uh, the hearts of the consumers sure. i think that's the best way of the uh, communication i think that's what cricket does right sure. it's very simple people know the rules are very very simple and then it doesn't matter whether the actor is is local or Absolutely. whether the actor is from some other soil it just connects with the customer but before it before you to arrive at simplicity is tough So yeah. the thing is, the objective is to basically understand what are their aspirations and what yeah. are their and how do I fit in. And you are the guru of that. <laughs> I I call it KYC. <laughs> Knowing your customer, I think, is very very important. Yeah, if you know yeah. your customer and if you know their personas, I think you Absolutely. can craft the communication so that it suits. But it's never ending because the nuances around everybody are constantly changing. True. So like just like you review your team, I think we also need to constantly review the brand's customer Absolutely. and brand's consumer. So I think there was a good conversation around that question. very interesting question and very specific to your domain what is the biggest insight around which uh, uh, the um, the travel business functions or the mobility business functions right uh, i know that discounting is a big thing sure. but i refuse to believe yeah. that it is the only thing or the most important thing because you even, know, even though we are in india i, I yeah. refuse to believe that is the only thing so i'll tell you surprisingly it is not yeah. i mean i i see it every day customers and in general i would say customers are not looking for discounts sure i'll tell you 7 out of 10 of my customers they are not interested in discounts okay okay now to answer to your question i think the way consumers travel today that's also changing very rapidly sure right bus travel is not the bus travel that it used to be 10 years back absolutely right 
air travel is not the air travel that it used to be in our Actually, days. Actually, airports look like bus stands right? now. Yeah. They, they all look, they all, all look modern Correct. and even the buses and the services have really improved. Correct. So, there are a lot of uh, air travelers have moved to buses sure. and vice versa, sure. right? IRCTC has really grown. Yeah. So, I think the travel in general, the trends have increased, people travel more. Sure. I think the government is also trying to really push people to travel within India and abroad. I think that's a good news for, for uh, travel partners Absolutely. like us. But in general, we have seen, seen the numbers are really growing very, very fast. Bus industry is a $10 billion industry. Sure. And I wouldn't be surprised when we're talking next, it will be $15. That's how it is growing, sure. $15 billion. Sure. So, so more people are traveling, people are ready to spend more on their travel and leisure. Uh, and they just want a better experience. They so don't want discounts. It's a game of experience. It's about experience, it's about availability, it's sure. about options that you want. People yeah. have their own set of bus operators that they really love. They right. want to have repeat travels with that. Even right. in air, as you and I travel, we know that there's a specific, specific uh, provider carrier, that you have to yeah. always yeah. Uh, you know, go with. Correct. So I think punctuality, experience, quality, all of this put together is something that customers are really sure. excited about. Rohit, are you just a, a cricket uh, nerd or do you also get to play a game sometimes? It actually goes back uh, to my childhood, very sure. interestingly, yeah. why I talk about cricket a lot. So, uh, you know, my structure is such that everybody used to think that I'm a fast baller. Yeah, you know? absolutely. <laughs> you, look, you look the part. <laughs> so, I, 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 I always wanted to be a fast baller and the miser is that I was, I was good in studies, but whenever I would, you know, hit the field, uh, I would try to run hard, my, my stance would look really nice, but when I bowl, the ball would just bounce in front of me. So, that was the tragedy and I always thought that, you know, I can't play cricket. So at a very early stage, I would spend time on the field, but I would do commentary there. Wow. And you don't see that very often, wow. you know, kids waking up at 4.30, you know, hitting Going the with ground such with passion. passion. Yeah. And you know, you can't play. Yeah. You know, when you try to bat also, yeah. 9 out of 10 times, it will hit the hit the wicket. Yeah. So, I think that's why I am I, very close to cricket. I have yeah. observed, I have watched. You are probably uh, one of the most interesting stories <laughs> I have heard. I mean, you are a very Harsha Bogle's yeah. kind of a, sort of okay. a story where it didn't matter whether you could play the game, but you yeah. love the game anyway. Yeah. And it used to be funny because my parents would say, you don't play, then why do you go to the pitch? Yeah. Why do you yeah. go to the field? I, I think it's just that I just enjoyed being there. So, Rohit, another interesting question. And sorry, I'm asking you these questions sure. in quick succession. Sure. What is one thing you love about what you do and what is something that you hate could be a strong word, knowing mm -hmm. you, but wish you could change. I'll just link it to my, fa I try to link it to my family, you know, sure. uh, I try to do a lot of uh, work-life balance, everybody does it, I think it's a, it's a great thing to do, but often I think the feeling that you get on a Friday evening or a Saturday evening, you know, when your weekend starts, and you feel like you know there are five more things that you wish that you could do sure you know uh, th there are there are those five more pitch emails that you could send to the mm -hmm. clients mm -hmm. you know there are two more of these uh, you know uh, replies that you could do sure. you know that is very important i think uh, my wife beautifully uh, describes that as the passion for work sure. i think that's something that i really look forward to contributing sure. and and since i know my contribution and i know the value of my contribution as much as I know the value of contribution of each of my team members, I think it's very important that I that we switch off and we we stop focusing on our work at the right time. And that's that's the dilemma I always see myself being into. Sure. So that's something that I'm personally working on on improving better so that I don't compromise on my work also, but I still you know focus more on the personal life. Nice. So you see yourself uh, balancing both. Yeah, yeah I, I try to. I think right. often we we all fail. I I fail more than uh, right. than than usual. But I think that's that's the that's the dilemma. But in the, life the right answer now. was very diplomatic. There is no love or hate. It's more yeah. about the balance. Is it's, what it's, is it, there's, there's a desire to, to do a better, desire, yeah. do better at uh, in the personal space and do better in the uh, in the professional right. space also. Right.
Uh, Rohit, I'll move on to the next question. Any advice to uh, most, what is your common advice to most of the young people that come into your team or, you know, come into business or come into, you know, any consumer-facing activity? <coughs> what is your advice to them? See, I, I believe that like most of us, uh, many youngsters that I see around, they end up getting or getting caught into a wrong job. Sure. It's okay to get into a wrong job. Sure. But then whatever job that you are into today, just know your value. Right. Just know your contribution. And I think one, once you start loving that, even being into a wrong sector or a wrong job or a wrong domain, sure. I think you'll, you'll develop a, a, a liking for that. Sure. If you don't, then over the period of time, you'll find a better job. Sure. But I think whatever you are into today, just don't get digressed from that. Sure. Just put your contribution to that. Learn new technologies, learn new, you know, new methods that sure. are prevailing new today. Strategies, and you'll start methods. liking the job. Yeah. I think yeah. uh, uh, most of us, we have not really come from fancy lifestyles, sure. right? So, so the money that we get for the work today, sure. uh, if we do justice you have to, to value that, we, it and do justice absolutely. to it. Absolutely. So, Rohit, if not in, in business, uh, what what other profession would you be in? I think certainly not cricket. <laughs> I, no, I thought you would say commentary. So I think yeah, I know the be, answer. Yeah, to that, that could be one of the yeah. options. Yeah, I I wanted to try being as a, 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 an RJ. Uh, right. So, but then later I realized that uh, maybe either I don't have a good comic sense or I, my voice is not really suitable for that kind of thing. You so have too precious a face to be an RJ. <laughs> you should be in front of the camera, yeah, not so behind tiny. the camera. <laughs> Uh, Rohit, uh, thank you so much for coming on the show. It was pleasure. a real pleasure having you and it was a great conversation. I wish we could go on, but yeah, we try to time these conversations. But it was an absolute pleasure. And Thanks it was very, me. very interesting having you on the Likewise. show. Thank you so much. That was another uh, episode of Obsessive Consumer Disorder with the multifaceted Rohit Sharma. I love his work ethic. I love his energy that he brings to the table. And I wish I can have uh, many more gigs working alongside him or with him. Uh, thank you for being on the show and thank you for watching.